So about a week or so ago, I was in a space and a guy was telling me how he spent so much money playing this particular game on ETH and it is not even worth trying to sell it right now because once you factor in gas prices and everything, it is not even profitable. So he's just going to sit on it and let it die in his wallet. I can't believe their business is still launching games on Ethereum mainnet in 2023. And there's no way I can take them seriously if that's the route that they're taking. So we're going to dive into all of that today. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So, Nifty Business Week, the newsletter was just recently launched. Again, niftybusinessweek.com. Sign up for that absolutely free. You see that I highlighted all these different things that's happening on Solana, Polygon, and all these other different places. So, you know, there's other chains that are doing some amazing things, and there is no reason why any company should be starting off and building a game on mainnet Ethereum. So we know that Ethereum was the first blockchain with the smart contracts and everything. It's the OG as far as putting NFTs up and being able to write code on the blockchain to do all sorts of different things, decentralized applications and all of that. So it was very interesting that people wanted to try different things, build different marketplaces, build different mechanisms to have people trade and swap things. But the first game actually launched in 2017. A lot of people might be familiar with it. It is called Crypto Kitties. And the premise of this was is an NFT, these pixelated cats that were on the blockchain and guess what you could do you can mate them and you can have offspring so at this point there is millions of crypto kitties around i don't even know what generation they're on now but the earlier ones are worth a lot of money the newer ones are basically worthless because there's just such a high supply of them and these are generations and generations and generations later of mating and having their different offspring if you will these nfts that are living on the ethereum blockchain but that game was very novel at the time. In fact, when they launched this, Dapper Labs, which we of course know from Top Shots and everything, they launched this as an experiment. They put this thing up there, and would you believe that it basically clogged up the entire Ethereum blockchain? They were not ready for it. Ethereum was very young at this point, and the hardcore people that they thought they were literally doing, I don't know, God's work on the blockchain, they were absolutely Furious at the CryptoKitty founders and the builders and everything because they're like, look, we're doing real serious work and you guys are coming up in here and you have these pixelated cats having sex on the blockchain. Like that's literally what was going on. So it was a fun experiment. It was a cultural phenomenon. And of course, they butted heads much similarly to what's happening over on Bitcoin right now within that community. The OGs that want to see out Satoshi's white paper and only see this as a digital cash and transaction peer to peer and all of that stuff. They are absolutely upset with Ordinal's community. And that was very similar to what was happening here. The original OGs that were on Ethereum were a lot of Bitcoin maxis that wanted to have the smart contracts and do these crazy things that were on the blockchain. So when CryptoKitties came in and were building a game, whew, that was like breaking the 10 commandments of Vitalik, right? You just cannot do that. So it's very interesting to see that, you know, Vitalik actually is a very lighthearted, very fun seeming guy. I, I don't think he takes himself very seriously. So when I say the 10 commandments of Vitalik, I don't actually literally mean that. But what I mean is just like how those hardcore Bitcoin maxis just stick to Satoshi's white paper and so forth. Well, early in 2017, these people were sticking to the white paper of Ethereum and they thought the work was was way more serious than gaming. But 
Of course, there have been many other successful games that have launched using the Ethereum mainnet. The biggest one was Axie Infinity with their Pokemon-style click-click-click play-to-earn game. And that one was very interesting in the sense that even they very early realized that they had to shift off and make their own blockchain, which is Ronin, because it just was not efficient to run it on mainnet Ethereum. It just didn't make sense. So... Over the years, some of those OG ones that you saw launched on there and they were doing a lot of transactions and things of that nature, they realized that it just wasn't feasible. So they moved off to different ones. So for example, BAP or the Bulls and Apes Project, they launched about two years ago now, and even they, with their tokenizations and all the things that's happening with the apes, you can configure the looks, and you play this quest, and there's just so much going on there. The majority of it is off-chain. Chibi Labs, they have a game when you can send your chibi friends on quests and do all sorts of different things. Guess what? It is off-chain. It makes no sense for Ethereum projects to have a game requiring people to do a lot of transactions on-chain. It just is not feasible, especially with the price of NFTs and these tokens that are associated with these games. They just don't have the dollar value, the worth on the open market that even covers the cost of the gas. So in the case of the guy that I was speaking to in the space, his whole thing was, you know what? It doesn't make sense to keep playing this game. And then all those accrued points and everything that he has in order to then turn around and sell the NFT, he would actually have to cash in those things and then basically upgrade the NFT, sell it on the open market. But in order to do that, it's going to cost him so much money that it's just not worth it. It is just better for him to just take the loss, have it sit in his wallet and write it down to zero, then go through all of that and probably still not make back his money. So with that said, I mean, when I say I cannot take one of these projects or any of these companies seriously that are launching on mainnet Ethereum, well, what are the other options? There is WAX which at this point is the king of gaming. Like a lot of people don't even realize it, but still to this day, Wax has more transactions on chain than all other chains combined. And this is verifiable at Dapper Radar. You can look at the chart and it just blows you away to see the games are actually being played on chain transactions and everything. Signings are happening there. Active wallets, the number is just ridiculous compared to the other ones. However, again, there's just so much data that is there since there's no gas, everything is fast, and it's just a crazy different game altogether. That thing is built for gaming and for collecting, but really it has taken off in the gaming world. And because of that, most of these databases actually leave it out, with the exception of Dapper Radar. Now, there's also the Flow blockchain. There's Avalanche. Immutable X is doing some really crazy things over there. Some great, great games are being built on that. Solana, and I mentioned Polygon earlier. So those are fast blockchains, cheap transactions, and so forth. Each of them have their different advantages, and uh, they have different toolkits. Some are actually using the Ethereum virtual machine, so that means you could use the same coding that would be on Ethereum, such as Polygon. But guess what? Each of them are just doing different things. There's different use cases. People are using them in different ways. So I'm not going to endorse anyone to say this one's better than that. I mean, just do your own research if you're trying to look into them. But I could say, as far as companies launching a game on main ethereum i just think it is a no-no so if you're building if you're looking to invest into a game if you are looking to work for a company that is building games for web3 using the blockchain or if you're a player that's getting ready to buy some nfts and play the game well really look at that and say do i want to get involved with a company 
a project, a game that does not see it is not feasible to launch a game on Ethereum. You're going to burn and waste so much money using those transactions on chain that it just it just does not make sense. If this is a pass that gives you access to an off-chain game, okay, whatever. That's a completely different thing. But what I'm talking about is a game that is doing leaderboards and stats and transactions on chain makes no sense. Absolutely no sense using Ethereum. So, at this point, if a project is launching off starting with a game, I don't see any feasible reason why they would be on Ethereum. And if you know any other reason why it makes sense for them to do so, please feel free to reach out to me. Let me know. But definitely I can say it is throwing away money. It is burning money. Might as well you come to Jamaica here, hang out with me on the beach, have a good time. We can eat mangoes. It is mango season right now, depending when you're listening to this. Or better yet, just take that time, energy and effort and take all of those resources and put it behind supporting the show. Go over to Nifty business.show slash support, it would be a much better use of resources than launching a game on Ethereum mainnet. But to each their own. Either way, I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.